Hello and welcome to the David Francisco podcast. How are you doing? Today on the podcast, we have a Learn the Ropes edition with Jordan Brakes. He's going to discuss what made him start wrestling training, how his journey in wrestling started, and the challenges with being very specific with a certain style that he wants to wrestle with, and how he both faced training to be able to wrestle with that style, and how he's been able to bring that style and mix it with the current wrestling style. It's a very interesting conversation. I'm sure you'll love it. Let's jump into it. It's Jordan Brakes on a Learn the Ropes edition of the David Francisco podcast. So, Jordan, what made you start training wrestling? How did you decide, you know what, I'm going to travel from Brighton to London at least once a week and and do this? Hmm. I think... Like, when I was a kid, I just... It was an unrealistic dream to be a, a pro wrestler. And... I don't know it's, it's a really good question just uh i mean m- my girlfriend was a massive part in it she was like she knew how much i enjoyed doing it and she she basically like signed me up to the progress course and like made me do it did she yeah man um yeah she's a good kick up the ass um for me uh i just just loved wrestling you know and i loved like I, I I was already watching World of Sport by this point. I was going to shows every so often. I was going to Rev Pro, like circa 2014, I guess. Um, I went to Premiere and watched that. I was like, oh, I could do this. Just like everyone says, everyone goes to a Premiere shows and goes, ah, yeah, I can do this. Um, yeah, I think I think she found like the progress um, goal and signed me up and said, go on, get. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that's how it was. I mean, I always wanted to, obviously. Tell her I say thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> for the podcast right now. I put it off for a while because I was that sort of like weird, skinny, fat sort of thing. And like, I, I literally hadn't done any sort of exercise or conditioning since school. And that was 10 years prior. So like, I, I was in no condition to it. So I just went running loads. So I was like, oh yeah, this will do it. This will This will sort me out. And then got to stage where I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm ready now. And, and then week one of the beginner's course came and he realized that running didn't do a lot for it. You know what? It's 100% where I was going with that. Like, you just, if you are training to wrestle, <laughs> just literally get a deck of cards and just do all the push-ups and all the squats because that that's, that, that's what it was about for me. Just not the running. That did nothing. Because running will give you endurance, right? Mm. But in wrestling... You, it, it's explosion. It's a very small burst of explosion that happen constantly at a high rate for 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, running won't give that to you. It's better to do like sprints and stops and high, and high intensity or interval um, training and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, like the deck of cards workout is um, is a great one. Um, and any variations of, of that, any circuit bodyweight circuit training is 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 what works best. Yeah, man. I stand by the deck of cards. It just, it is the one. How is it learning a a style, right? A specific style. Obviously, you're going to watch a lot of tape of it, which you, you already did before you started training and uh, and still do, I'm sure. Mm. Um, but then do you go in training and obviously like you, you mentioned Daryl and JD, which I'm sure 
taught you a lot of um, this kind of training, like knowing how JD trained. I know that he had a big emphasis and focus on technical training. Yeah. Um, and maybe and, and maybe like that answers my question. My question was going to be, um, was it easy for you to, to develop that side of wrestling? Did you have to kind of go a bit of the extra mile to be able to develop those skills um, just because you knew you wanted to be specific on something? Yeah, I mean... I was, I was kind of blessed in a way because because I like I, I work like fifty hours a week and I live in Brighton. I could only really come up to Nux or Projo at the time once a week, and that was always my day off, which was a Thursday. We would do back to back sessions. It would be um like three to six, and then half six to half nine. Uh, so I'd only ever come down on that Thursday, and that Thursday was always tech like it was it was uh yeah it was just always like tech wrestling really that was that was always the focus um I think that was almost a bad thing in a way because it, it did leave a lot of gaps in like other areas because all I would ever do was just tech and shining like tech and shining up that was it <laughs> you just mentioned that maybe you couldn't uh it was a bad thing that you were only able to come on those days because you didn't feel uh, let's say like enough balance um, in your training. How do you find that balance between um, what wrestling is these days and the way you wanna wrestle? Hmm. The way I see it, and obviously, like I've I was able to to train a lot of people in different stages of their their wrestling training, and there is very much like a tendency of of going with the flow, right? Of like. If we're doing, if a certain style of wrestling is happening and is en vogue and people are going for it and they are the people that are in the positions that we want to be in, then we tend to directly or indirectly turn into becoming those people without realizing that the reason why those people are there is because they were different from what was happening before. They were innovators and they were able to transform wrestling into presenting themselves as something unique. And the fact that they were unique was is what made them stand out and um, eventually get the attention they needed so they could be in the positions where they are these days, right? And you are unique. You want to be unique and you, you don't hide that from anyone. You're very open about how you wrestle. And I feel like people both inside the locker room and on the other side of the barricade like that because that way you can make um you can create something new and you can make something exciting and different that will be remembered more uh, instead of being something that's um monotonous mm. and very very same and again and very like the same dish that we had yesterday and and the day before oh, it's right, it's yeah. new and it's exciting right I, I honestly think it's been a, like a series of happy accidents um, because I, in wrestling we say play to your strengths. Why, why would you you know do things that will expose you almost? Um, and I feel like that style is my strength because that's what I enjoy. That's what I watch. That's how I train. My weaknesses, for example, are my strikes. Um, I'm still working on them, <laughs> honestly. Uh, but um, for example, instead of like those bits where I'm fighting back, I'm not fighting back with strikes. I'm fighting back by grabbing that arm and trying to, you know, wrench that arm sort of thing. And and that just like comments after matches were like, or even feedback was that that works because it's different. Like you'd usually get someone fighting out and you know throwing forearms, and whereas I would sort of fight out by grabbing that arm, and it just 
it's saying staying true to what I enjoy and can do and um saying true to that sort of character if it were it's not really a character but lack of character maybe the wrestling style yeah yeah there you go um so i guess yeah just happy accidents just sort of playing to my strengths and it's just sort of worked out that way i guess because it's it's never been an issue and it's always been the strongest part of your game right if um uh, if if we can leave anything in terms of advice um, for people who are listening, is is exactly that, right? If you if you can find something different, as long as it's not outrageous and ridiculous, and even sometimes if it is, uh, you will stand out, and standing out is a good thing. Like I know uh, the greatest example I have is, or that I can think of, is Speedball Mike Bailey, right? Mm. In terms of someone that loves to wrestle with someone that can bring something different to the table. And I'll never forget, um, I don't think I got this match wrong, which is Speedball Mike Bailey and Mao teaming against Dan McGee and Matt Kurt. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, Speedball was so happy to wrestle Matt Kurt, right? And the excitement as he was coming up with ideas for the dynamic between his character and Matt Kurt was really a joy to see. And I just learned a lot from that because it meant that he could do something that would be different and memorable. And it was, it was, it was great. It was yeah. really fun. And it's the same thing with you, right? When we wrestled, right? It's like, um, we, we wrestled the, the one time uh, we do it and I'm looking forward to, to wrestle more. Um, it was very different to any other match that I had only because my opponent was Jordan Brakes. Yeah, right, yeah. I, I do, as much as I enjoy, like, obviously I got to wrestle James Mason and Johnny Kidd and I wrestled Daz a lot and like, Harry Sefton, for example, and we have those sort of British-style matches. I really, really enjoy being put in those sort of, um, what's the word, like, clash of styles. Like, one of my favourite matches is me and Rocky Mack um, because it was just a massive clash of styles and me and um, Speedball Mike Bailey me and yourself like i really enjoy those those clashes of styles what were like the favorite matches you've had so far uh well, connor mills in brighton yeah just the just i think we went about 20 25 minutes and just grappled for 15 minutes of those and it was i loved loved it and then just yeah, I don't know if you've seen it, but that, that's my, my favorite matchup. I have, yeah, yeah. it's great. I, I love that match. It was um, every, everything sort of clicked in that match for me. Really enjoyed it. This is in uh, Riptide. Yeah, Riptide, yeah. Is is that the one that's is that the one that's on YouTube or um? It is on YouTube. Yes, you can watch it for free. Any last um, words or any like last advice that you want to live to to people who are training to to be pro wrestlers? Um, yeah, just, uh, I think we've, we've covered it throughout, but for me, like the conditioning is such a massive thing because when I started, I was, you know, even well, I say when I started, even when I was watching matches at the beginning of 2019 of mine, I was embarrassed. Um, so like conditioning was a, a big thing throughout 2019, just getting on top of that and said deck of cards and things like that. And just variations of push ups and burpees and squats, just go all out with that um and uh yeah just playing to your strengths really like i try to do and it works yeah. <laughs> i mean here we are 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I trained for a long time before um, before actually having a match. I think I had two years training before I had my first match. And even then, it felt too early for me. <laughs> um, so just, yeah, just getting those, just just train a lot and learn the basics and the rest will come. Awesome. Jordan, thanks so much for being a part of the podcast. I appreciate it. No worries, man. Wonderful conversation. A lot of great insights by Jordan. And you can just tell how much he loves professional wrestling, how much is a big part of his life. And I'm very happy that he is able to do it. I mean, dude comes from Brighton to London to train every time. I, I, that's dedication and his success is exactly a demonstration of that dedication. Very happy to have him on the podcast, more than happy to bring him back. If there's anything that you would like for me to discuss with him, then send me a message. Follow me at DeFrancisco underscore one and follow Jordan at Jordan Breaks on Twitter as well. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. Leave a rating if you're listening to it on a platform that allows that. I've seen a lot of ratings recently and I really appreciate the fact that you go out of your way to leave me that review. Make sure you share this conversation with someone that you think will really enjoy listening to it. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>